Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Along the near board for Johnson. In the high slot, turn, fired, save, rebound. Nyquist trying to get it. Line A forcing it back. Goodrow with a chance in the right circle. And going just wide with eight seconds left. Johnny Goodrow back up top. Bjork shot, knocked down, loose in front. And Heller trying to clear it away, and he does. And that's going to do it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Columbus. Darcy Kemper's fourth shutout of the season. And the Capitals win one to nothing over the Blue Jackets. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals slip by Columbus at home in shutout fashion. The return of Nick Backstrom and Tom Wilson. And Philly up next Wednesday night at Wells Fargo Center. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, January 9th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. The Capitals won a game last night against Columbus like they haven't all season long. It was the first time the Capitals scored less than three goals and won this entire season. Eric Gustafson scored less than three minutes into the first period, and there were no goals the rest of the way. Ben, you got to win games in different ways, and yesterday was definitely that in a one nothing win over Columbus. Yeah, during this recent hot streak going back to early December, late November, the Capitals have been scoring goals in bunches and building early leads. They haven't had to rely too much on a goaltender to steal a game. They've had great goaltending, but they haven't needed a goalie to really stand on his head and steal two points. That's what they got last night. Darcy Kemper was really good. Columbus Blue Jackets firing all kinds of shots on him, 38 in the end for the night. Whether it was late in the third period when they were coming in waves, pulling for the equalizer, or even early, John, I, I do want to highlight it. Two and a half minutes into the game, Kemper made a save, which at the time you don't think of. After a turnover in their own end, he stopped Gustav Nyquist in close. Next shift, other end of the ice, Gustafson scored what amounts to the game-winning goal. But good on Darcy Kemper to really bring his A game on a night where maybe not everyone else collectively was there, but sometimes you need your goaltender to do that. The Capitals got a shutout last night from Darcy Kemper. It is the fourth time this season he has done that, and that now leads the National Hockey League. You knew you were getting a Stanley Cup champion. You knew we were getting a good veteran goaltender when you brought him in, but the numbers bear it out. He's now 7-0-4 in his last 11 decisions on the heels of Charlie Lindgren saving this team's season in December. Both goalies have done the job at different times, but Darcy's time apparently right now. Yeah, and what's impressive too is that stretch you're talking about where he hasn't lost in regulation. It covers a lot of time in real time because of the time he missed in December. He came back from his injury, his upper body injury, where he missed all those weeks, and he has seemingly picked up right where he left off. And the two goaltenders may be feeding off of each other and just the positive vibe that's you know been surrounding the team in general. Kemper doing his part, certainly, but he's been very good. The goaltending's been terrific. We touched on it last week on the Midseason Awards show. Arguably the biggest storyline this season, as you pointed out in that show. It's just been tremendous. There really haven't been too many lulls, too many off nights from the goalies. And again, Kemper continuing to, to show his value and that worth that uh, they signed him to. 
It was an emotional beginning to the game yesterday as Tom Wilson and Nick Backstrom, the videos pregame for each of them. They were both in the starting lineup. The crowd awesome in cheering each of them louder than they cheer Alex Ovechkin. So that's pretty loud as they both came back in the lineup and both got announced in the starting lineup. Just terrific to see them back out there. They're still getting up to speed. They still got to get their touches. They still got to get their timing down just like anybody else. It was opening night for them last night and they didn't get a training camp either. They just had practices and here we go. But just so great to see number 19 and 43 out there last night. Tastefully done the way they were put on the same line to start out the night. We knew it wouldn't stay that way based on how they had been practicing and what the lines eventually evolved into. But to see them in the starting lineup together, I texted our our studio producer in the game broadcast, Mike Callow, when the starting lineups were announced, I said, it reminds me like the Chicago Bulls in the 90s, they had their elaborate pregame starting lineups, but it would go, you know, you had Rodman, you had Pippen, you had Jordan, and the ovations keep getting louder. And that's what it felt like when, and I know you were on air while this was taking place, but they announced Wilson and they announced Backstrom. And Alex Ovechkin, every ovation just kept getting bigger. It was a great atmosphere. It was a great vibe before the game. You could sense the buzz, the positive energy, not only with the team, but with the crowd. And it worked out very nicely that they could both be introduced together and at home. Much better than had it been on the road. You know, it just it worked out very, very nicely. Really great comparison, too, to the 90s and the Chicago Bulls, no doubt. After the game, Wilson said it was great to be back and great to hear those cheers of the fans again. You know, after an injury, it's a little bit its a little bit different. You know, you expect your body to show up, but you, you never really know. So I, I put, tried to put in all the work I could, and, you know, it held up. We got through it. Felt better as the game went on. You know, the guys the guys battled for, for Nikki and I to get it done, and Kemp's played really well, and it's nice to get the, the first one out of the way. But it was, uh, it was a really cool, cool experience. You know, you, you can't ever take it for granted playing in the NHL, the fans, and, the, you know, the roar when, when Nick and I came out, and it's uh, – it's a pretty special feeling, so just a thank you to everyone for all their support and from the city and all the fans. We, we definitely felt it. So we saw some different line combinations with Wilson and Backstrom coming back, and when the Capitals really weren't scoring much, we saw some line blender in the third period. But let's talk about the guys who weren't in there. Anthony Mantha was a healthy scratch yesterday. Nicholas Aubé-Cubel, a healthy scratch. Joe Snively cleared waivers yesterday. He got assigned to Hershey. Alexei Protus got assigned on Saturday after playing in every preseason game and every game in the first half. Protus now with the Bears. This team finally, with just three guys on injured reserve, not not likely to get any lower than that, but the fact that this is far and away the most healthy they have been all season. There were some tough decisions to be made. Anthony Mantha with almost $6 million worth of salary getting healthy scratched in the second half of the season. There are reasons, and he has had his struggles, but the fact that this team is deep enough to do that, that's not something we've seen so far this season. No, and again, this is a good problem to have. This is a first world hockey problem to have that you're considering who you're going to sit as a healthy scratch and you're talking about guys who have resumes and who have established themselves in this league and ultimately having to have those conversations and deciding to sit them. But this will be a story moving forward as long as, knock on wood, they continue to stay healthy. You're going to have some capable NHLers sitting on the sidelines and it'll be interesting with Anthony Mantha when he does eventually return, how he responds if he responds and the usage as well. Let's keep in mind, John, going back to the first few months of the season, there was an opportunity there, a huge opportunity for Anthony Mantha. He acknowledged when he spoke with us in training camp, 
without Wilson and with TJ Oshie missing time and with Connor Brown missing time, there was an opportunity in that top six and wasn't able to fully take advantage of it. And you credit Sonny Milano, who came in and has taken advantage. And I think not only does Anthony Mantha sitting have something to say about expectations for him, but I think it has something to say as well about the guys who did stay in the lineup, most notably Sonny Milano, who showed himself very well over these past few weeks. Milano with a contract, the league minimum coming in and had to prove himself and he earned his spot in the lineup and he should get a lot of credit for that. Yeah, but, but And that's good too, John. That that says something to the room as well, right? When, when you talk about accountability and resumes are one thing, but what have you done for me lately? We're going to hold everybody, you know, try to anyways on the same level, the same page. I'm sure that gets acknowledged as well in that room too. I don't think there's any question about that. A very weird streak ended yesterday. Capitals in 16 straight games had picked up at least a goal. They were dominant in second period for almost a quarter of the season, but they couldn't get it done yesterday. It was a tough offensive game, even in the Nashville game where it was pretty tight and there wasn't a lot there. They managed to do that, but very a kind of a weird streak that they would be so dominant in the middle period, but uh, yesterday it comes to an end. Yeah, it did. Uh, rarity, I think it speaks to what the whole game was for the Capitals, which was it was a little bit of a slog fest offensively and really struggling to generate, not unlike Friday night against Nashville, to your point, and maybe looking ahead, in fact, they do have a few practice days now recharge the batteries, get going against Philadelphia on Wednesday night. Maybe a, a favorable schedule in terms of being spaced out. Maybe it comes at a good time for this veteran bunch. Last one for you this morning. 17 of the final 39 games of the season are going to be against the Metropolitan Division. Making the playoffs likely going to be decided in and amongst those games. And the Capitals, by and large, have been winning when the Devils have been scuffling, the Islanders have been scuffling, the Penguins have been scuffling, and they've managed to keep winning games. That's good. They've gotten to this point and they're doing pretty well getting to 52 points now. But they do need to keep their foot to the floor because there's going to be a lot of four-point games coming up. Do well in those. You're going to be a playoff team. Yeah, and quite a few of those divisional games coming up leading into the All-Star break as well. This is, a, it's a, as we've noted, a spaced out portion of the schedule. But once the, the games come start coming here as well, some big ones, as you noted, coming up uh, before the end of the month and moving forward. And at least with the exception of, what, one more Western trip coming up later this month with that exception. A lot of divisional play, yeah. A lot of play in the time zone. A lot of not necessarily rigorous travel. So a few things that the Caps could potentially take advantage of after what really was a pretty rigorous first half of the season schedule-wise. Capitals with a practice day today, travel day tomorrow, Wednesday night in Philadelphia. It's the Caps and the Flyers Wednesday at 7 Eastern, 6.45 air on 106.7 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Man, have yourself a Monday, will you? Happy Monday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.